Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. (laughs) I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings, and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs, and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them I don't feel secure and honestly I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive so really really recommend it love it and I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening Fiona because I love their collection so if you use the code lovebites20 it's applicable on full price items only this can be used online and in store so there's two stores in Dubai one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach they also ship globally if you're buying from outside of Dubai then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture which is brilliant news thank you so much El Couture The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. Like the pinkest, most beautiful bum hole I've ever seen. And I was like, I'm going to have to look at mine. It was fucking disgusting. Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Like hairy brown bum holes. <laughs> and foot wanks. Foot wanks, that's foot a new wanks. one. Yeah. And is it though? And saggy vaginas when you get older. Yes. Mm. Yes, we need to talk about those. Yeah. And of course, whatever dating feels you have, or if you need love advice, then email info at lovebites.com or drop us a DM on Instagram. People are really enjoying getting in mm. contact with us there. Um, they are. Sorry, so backtrack. <laughs> yeah. Can we please talk about the brown bum hole thing? I have a real thing about it. Talk. I know you want to talk about the saggy vagina. <laughs> uh, do I? <laughs> do I? Um, yeah, I mean, what's the thing with the brown bum hole? Does that look just like common okay. practice? No, okay, so I got really insecure about my bum hole because, so did you ever watch the Jay Al, this is is really old news by the way because quite a few podcasts did a podcast about this specific thing that I'm going to say like quite a long time ago, but we'll talk about it now, it's fine. So do you know the influencer Jay Alvarez? No. So he, so he was like quite famously known for going out with his other influencer called Alexis Wren. And they basically did these like insane YouTube videos about their like insane LA life. And they were like, went around the world, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they were like super hot couple, whatever. They Mm -hmm. broke up. He became less relevant. Clearly this was a PR stunt, but basically he released this like leaked video, this sex tape, which was basically like a sex, like super high budget it was like a music video and it was him and this russian model that like basically Mm -hmm. had sex and it was like the most horny video i think i've ever seen he has literally the best penis i've ever seen in my life and he like 
pours coconut oil all over her and like licks it off and like is like eating her bum hole. Anyway, oh, the reason why I got insecure is because this model literally had like the most perfect, it clearly bleached. A very anemic yeah, bum hole. Yeah, literally like, like the pinkest, most beautiful bum hole I've ever seen. And I was like, I'm gonna have to look at mine. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> Do you know what though? Like, who has a pretty arsehole? If this you watch girl. porn and th- there's a lot of bum holes um, on porn, <coughs> like the Barbie vaginas, they are bleached. I know. I'm sure they're kind of, I don't know, reconstructed in some way because that's not the reality of arseholes. I just don't get the appeal it's, with arseholes. It's not normal. But this is the thing. So I went out and bought myself and my friend. We bought anal bleach because we watched this video and we were like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to try it. I haven't actually tried it yet because she was going to try it first. Right. <laughs> then I was going to try it. But because... I've got some toilet duck next door. I wonder if that would do the job. <laughs> with the, with We're the... home bargains, one pound bleach, shoving that up my hole and seeing with if the, I get on. With the, with the toilet brush. <laughs> Brushing yeah. the butthole. So, did your friend try it? No, she hasn't tried it because she wants to have a wax and obviously, like, salons are closed. But I... I, And this is the thing also, like... Okay, so we were going to Mr. Handcuffs, but he was like, I'm not into the butt. And I was like, amazing, because... Thank fuck fuck for that. I don't want you going near my butt. Well, I'm sorry, but the last time we had sex, he kept going for the butt. And I was like, it's not on the menu. You literally took it off the menu yourself. Why do you keep going for your butt? For my butt. So now I'm like, shit. Going for your butt as in like a flirtation with the fingers or trying to ram it up there i think both at at one point i was like what the fuck you literally said so i don't know whether guys just like to there's nothing that like turns off sex for me or puts me off my flow than somebody hooking around your arse area it's like there's so much fun happening in the front yeah there's so many great things happening here you know what come and fuck me in the arse or finger me (laughs) but we'll do you first okay and i will happily if you take one for the team i promise you so help me god if if we try it on you first we'll try it on me after and you know what funnily enough guys aren't really into that sort of thing so yeah you know that's so funny but listen the thing is there there are i've got friends and they love it yeah in the arse they love the area. They love a cheeky finger um, and more and more power to them. It's not for me and it's not for a lot of girls, yet men are fucking fascinated by the arse. I think it's because it's not, it's very rarely on the menu. Like, I don't think yeah. all girls. And also, it's usually one of those things like, I know we've had this conversation with our friends before. It's usually like, oh, yeah, I'll do it on their birthday or like on an anniversary, mm-hmm. we'll do it up the butt. And it's like, it's not always like on on the menu. Why do I keep yeah. referring it, it, to it? Like it's a it's menu. Like, it's like the holy grail. And obviously, when you're watching porn, women are there begging for yeah, it up it the arse. Easily... And they take it so effortlessly. Yes, yes. I'm sorry, when I have dabbled with it, I'd be like, what the f- is this gargantuan pain get it off me right get it off me my friend described it as doing a reverse poo 
And if you can imagine the feeling of having a really splendid poop, you don't want it then to go back up inside of you repeatedly. And for me, I just sort of would feel permanently preoccupied by, um, I don't know, shitting myself. Yeah, I feel like you'd want to shit yourself. Oh my God, I have this story. It's actually a friend of ours. Obviously, I'm absolutely not going to say her name because that is so mean. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you this story. I'm sure I've told you before. So... <clears throat> a friend of ours was in Dubai. She went for brunch. Um, so mm-hmm. brunch, for those of you that don't know, um, for those in the UK, brunch is basically like a whole day affair. It starts at midday. You're drinking all day. You're eating all day. You usually like, it finishes at four. You after party somewhere, continuously drinking. So she met this guy, went home with him. Bearing in mind, she'd been eating and drinking all day day so this must have been about midnight she started shagging this guy at her house and um she said that for some reason he kept like whispering in her ear come on my girl come on come on my girl i remember this story and i know who it is (laughs) and then she doesn't know what happened but basically she thinks that like because he was like on top of her her legs were like up um like this not that you, anyone can see, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm demonstrating Laura. And then he basically went, bam, into her butthole. And basically she like shat herself, like diarrheaed the bed. Because I think he like must have put it in and pulled it out. Because I don't think he meant to do it. It was like an accident thing. In and out. And she just went <laughs> on the bed. Oh my God, the sound effect was so good. Sorry. <laughs> um... Poor like girl. some sort of su- suction. Yeah, oh maybe. My God. That also, is like my was, worst um, nightmare. Because she told me, and I was like, she was like, "Oh my God, what's wrong with me?" And I was like, "No, you've been eating and drinking all day. You're probably like bunged up." <laughs> like, had like a, it was like a douche an effect. exploding bowel situation. And you know what? I mean, <clears throat> do whatever floats your boat. And I think a lot of women do. I, I mean, I love the fact that it's taken us three episodes to get on to you know. Um, I thought that would have been like I like that we're easing people in slowly. <laughs> yeah, we just like had but, eight um, minutes of if you love chat. if you if you love you know, <clears throat> good for you because I know a lot of people swear by it. It makes really good shit happen. Excuse the pun. Um, but for a lot of girls, I feel they feel kind of pressured into doing it because their boyfriend like yeah. loves it. It makes them really horny. It's like so sexy and you know. You know, in porn movies and things, but the reality is, it's not very enjoyable. There's so much fun to be had with the plain old vagina, so do it if you want to do it. Um, just be cognizant of the fact that you may shit yourself, but if you're with the right partner, let's be honest, would they care? My boyfriend right now, I'm pretty sure if I shit myself, like oh, explosive yeah. diarrhea up the walls and ceiling, he actually wouldn't care. He would laugh, would have, you know, yeah, I a just, bit of fun. And I just don't like I think it. just like being really, really comfortable with a partner is really important when you're totally. doing that because there's so many opportunities to be mortified and feeling debased, you know, as I eat my chocolate button. <laughs> I love a chocolate button. But I think just to round off the butthole chat, I think that mm-hmm. my issue with men going to the area when I haven't specifically mentioned that. I want to go there is because I'm sorry, but this is a podcast about all the things you're not supposed to talk about. But um, girls have hair on their bums, on their buttholes. 
and mm-hmm. although I've had mine waxed off and lasered, I well, I the why why I was like horrified. Fuck! I hope he never listens to this. When the ha- Mr. Handcuffs went there was because I have had laser, but in the darker skinned areas of your body, it takes quite a few sessions for it to come off because it's supposed to be on mm-hmm. like whiter skin, and so I do have hair there. And he went there and I was like, excuse me. Yeah, but do you think he could give a damn about your hurry butthole? He just wants to get there and explore the region like David Attenborough. Maybe not, but it's still like, it's an insecurity thing, is it? Isn't it? Like, I'm not there at the point where I can turn around to him and be like... Sauce about you. Every girl. She's pouring herself wine. That's the noise. Every girl. And can we maybe talk about the... um, Can we talk about the vagina? The thing that we really don't talk about is the fact that, you know what? Straight men also love it up the arse. Mm, A lot of them are worried about that and they are um, very dismissive of it. They're like, no, 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 get your finger hand or whatever away. But I have definitely in my time been with guys who like it up the butt. I'm not saying they like massive... Have you ever like stuck massive... a finger up there? Have you? Absolutely. Have you? Oh my God, I didn't think yes. I could do it. Honestly, I have. I have shoved a finger or fingers up the butt. Oh my God, and the... some really? guys really, really enjoy it. And that's the thing. I do not discriminate against the arsehole. If you truly enjoy it, do it. If a guy's there while I'm giving him a blowjob and he's, you know carefully thrusting his you know um penis onto my fingers it's he's giving me vibes that he wants me to do that right so i i go for it you know we're both comfortable so when i have that's where the guy's g-spot is right i mean that's scientific fact the same way we talk about the clitoris being the the seat of all joy and pleasure in the body for the meal (coughs) the the g-spot up the butt well yeah exactly so there's nothing it's not like a gay thing it's not like a homosexual thing it's it's scientific fact that's where the man's butthole or the man's mg spots up his butt so if you're a man listening give it a go you might enjoy it who knows who knows should we move on i feel like that was an unnecessary onslaught of butt conversation and i realized that people listening to us they just tune in for a bit of crack and a bit of escapism. Pun there, nice pun. A bit of crack. <laughs> crack in Ireland means fun and enjoyment, casual merriment. Um, there's girls that have messaged saying they listen to us when they're breastfeeding their baby or they're just going for a jog and we're talking about taking it up, up the arse. But... I'm appreciating the fact that we are providing people a little bit of escapism. Yeah, I love it. And I don't know about you, Faye, but the feedback of the podcast has been really good. And as you know, I did not want to do this podcast. I was like, Fiona, I was sick to my stomach. I had to have three gins before the last one because I was so nervous. And up until we pressed record, I was going to drop out of this. Firstly, um, hate public speaking you know I have that issue and you know my catholic guilt and then within two seconds I was talking about sphincter so that clearly died to death but I have obviously been very conscious of people's opinion and I've been really pleasantly surprised by how people are just enjoying it yeah. because the thing is we all have sex and even if we're not having sex we all have issues with sex we all have worries we all have concerns some people think that everybody's having all the hottest steamiest sex in the world and the reality is we're not really. Um, everybody's just trying to like 
get by. Everybody has issues and concerns and that's why we're here. Just to normalise things that, like Fiona said, we were told that we shouldn't talk about. Do you know... God, I'm going to say something that's just really gross, but whatever, this is what this podcast is about. So my friend actually said something to me because... Okay, I'll I'll say the... I'll just tell you about the update with Mr. Hancock because it's relevant to what I'm about to say. So I had a bit of a wobble about it on about last week. So I saw okay. him last Thursday, um, a week ago for our third date. I went to his house, we had dinner, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> he then dropped me to the station and I went home to my parents' house for Easter weekend. And I don't know what it was, on the Friday, when he dropped me off, I got on the train and I had this like, not ick moment, but like wobble moment where I was like, I don't know why he never says anything nice to me. And I feel like, I felt like, not insecure, but I was just like, I don't, so basically he's just not one of these people that like, he's just got a really, really dry sense of humor. So it can, I think it can sometimes come across as a bit cold. And I said to him, Mm -hmm. I was like, you never say anything nice. And he was like, you've just got selective hearing. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Because sometimes you just want a guy to be like, you look really nice today. And I don't think I've ever received a compliment from him. No, Fiona, Ma- that's not good. Maybe like once in passing, he did. And I was like, I felt a bit like weird about it. And I was just like, what's wrong with him? And my sister was like, what do you want from him? Do you want him to be showering you with compliments? And I was like, no, it's not that. I just would like to have it acknowledged sometimes that he actually likes me. I just think, Fiona, knowing you so well, knowing you as a friend, knowing you, you know, with guys and dating and things, you're such a loving, giving person. You're warm. You're there for people. You say lovely things. And... You know, you have to be in alignment to a certain extent, you know? Yeah. It's it's, it's hard because I was like, well, maybe he just isn't that into it. Obviously, I was like, that's where, <clears throat> as girls, our minds go immediately. So mm-hmm. it's insecurity. You feel, start feeling insecure. I was like, do you know what? I'm, I'm just going to leave him. I'm just not going to message him for a while. And then... I got home, it'd been a couple of hours, and then he did. He messaged me being like, hey, did you get home okay? And I was like, oh, okay, so he does care. And then it's been fine. And like, it's weirdly like, he he wasn't, he was almost like, and my PT said this to me this morning, so I was talking to him about it. He was like, maybe he's trying to play it so cool, like too cool that his weird side comes out. And I was like, is that a thing? And he was like, yeah. He was like, maybe he's like trying, you know, when you're trying quite hard to like, play it cool or like not 100% be yourself a like different side of you can come out and I've definitely had that so I don't know but anyway it's like I I got over it because I was like do you know what maybe it's just he's just not one of these people that gives it all at the beginning words or his compliments or lack thereof how does he make you feel when you're in his company how does he make you feel whenever you guys aren't together like does do you feel connected? Yeah. Do you feel... Yeah, like, it's very... It, like I said, it's very peaceful and, like, very, like, chilled. I don't feel anxiety. I feel, like, very normal. We're, like, seeing each other on Tuesday. We're going for our first... Because pubs are open, restaurants are open. We're going for our first, like, date. Um nice. So that's exciting. So I think that that... So I just had this, like, wobble. I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um... But just on the note of the like 
thing that we were just talking about before. I basically was like, my friend said to me, you're just finding excuses to not like him. She was like, I think you do really, you do like him and you're just picking and actually you need to just let go and just like enjoy it and just stop worrying mm-hmm. so much. Cause basically I said this thing to her. I was like, basically, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but whatever. Um, so <laughs> continue. when he goes down on me, I'm literally like, he has a beard, right? And obviously like uh-huh. he's doing a really good job, but I'm literally like all over his face. <laughs> I mean, thrusting yourself all over his face or your your your, your um, juices? My juices are like all over his face. And and I'm just like, oh my God, can you just like wipe your face down? And actually there's like a, a episode in Sex in the City where that happens to Miranda and everyone's just like, why doesn't he just get a tissue and like wipe his face? And I'm like, I don't think that happens. And, and my friend did say to me, she was like, one, you're finding excuses not to like him. And also, sex is not perfect. Sex is messy. Sorry, where is the imperfection in that? He's going down on you. Know, you're exactly. obviously so horny that you're jizzing all over his face. Like, what's the issue? He clearly loves it. Otherwise, he wouldn't delve down to the depths again. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's a great I problem know, to have. I know, I know. But this is what I mean about, like, me trying to just, like, pick up problems. Anyway, I've, like, got over myself and it's fine. But that was my week, basically. Do you know what? People or your friend or our listener at home might think that you're picking problems. But I also think the older you get, Faye, you... You know what you want deep down. You know the type of guy that you want. And when somebody isn't ticking the boxes, so to speak, you kind of make excuses for them. Like they're trying to play it cool. They're having a, you know, they're trying to keep a distance. There's weird sides coming out, whatever your PT said. But ultimately, you're entitled to, you're entitled to have your needs met. Yeah. And you are a loving, you are a loving person. And I've always said it and I've lived by this mantra. And when I haven't lived by the mantra, it has bitten me in the arse. From day one, you reveal your true self. If that scares men off, then fuck them. They're not the man for you. Reveal your true self. That's so true. You know, my friend, um, a really good friend of mine, I lived with her in Dubai and she, anyways, she um, hooked up with her ex-boyfriend from when they were like early 20s and they started talking on social media and they had a Zoom chat. And I think on their second Zoom chat together, she said, are you in this? for the long term I want to get married and I want to have kids I'm not saying I want it with you right now but those are the things that I want um long term because obviously it meant that her moving you know she was going to have to move back home now they're engaged to be married and they're extremely happy and he did admit to her a while down the line that that scared the shit out of me you saying that to me um on our like second or third um zoom call but ultimately, he was man enough to stick around. He was man enough to know that he could give her what she wanted. So if it's the right dude and it's the right girl, you can be fully you know, yeah. honest from the beginning about what you want and make no qualms with it. I've never made any qualms about it. Um, that That's that's my... You're right. You're throw so, my hat in the ring in that respect. You're about, so right. Oh. And it's about being honest. And uh, well, I am going to the next time we see each other will be date four and it's like 
there's quite a few dates now. Usually I can only get to date two and then it's like ends. So to me, for to even be in date four, I was thinking, I was like, I might say something to him. And it more along the lines of like, what, what are we doing? Like, are we, cause it's very much like dates and do we want to, like, what does he, I want to know, like, what are you in this for? Because yes, if it's like right a casual, a casual thing for him, which I don't, I don't know if it is. Like, and I'm not saying like I would want him to be like, yes, I want to be in a relationship with you because I would like scare me shitless because I do want to like get to know him better. But maybe I just need. I think I need to have the conversation because what will keep happening is I'll keep having these wobbles if I don't say something. So I am gonna say. Do you know what I'm gonna yeah. say something to him? And I will do you know if you week. truly believe on the inside that these things don't bother me and you're like, listen, I can have fun and keep going and see how this I goes. Can't. But but you, you exactly you. I know you and I know me. I wouldn't be able to do that. I went on basically four walking dates with my boyfriend and essentially moved in because we were dating in lockdown. We've never had a single proper date together. Literally went for a walk, had a picnic, went and got a taco, might have filled around a little bit and then moved in. That's literally how it went. And we were so honest from the get go and there was no bullshit. And Fiona, this is when I talk about the peace and the calm and the easiness of everything. Um, and, you know, I was very honest from the beginning and said, this is what I want. He was like, yeah, me too. Did that scare him? No, absolutely not. This leads me seamlessly mm. onto a letter that we got this week. And I was going to read out something and deviate it at the last moment because I got this letter, um, the DM via Instagram, and it literally made me cry. And... I didn't know that we were going to have this conversation, by the way. Um, obviously, I only find out about what's going on in your life in a podcast. For <laughs> I can't sake. Call you but let me read this out. I've had two glasses of wine. So anyways, um, girls, I need your help. I am truly crushed. I'm 32 and my boyfriend of four years has just broken up with me. I was and still am shocked to the core and my heart is shattered. I look back over the relationship and could throttle myself as I clearly came on too strong. My my ex said he wasn't ready to get married and have kids etc and yet I continued to bring it up. I didn't want it there and then but I wanted to know that it was a possibility for the future. I hate myself for doing this. I pushed him away. I told him that I will set aside my desire to get married. In fact, I'd be happy to never get married if it meant getting him back. He said the damage has been done and I should move on. I just found out he is with someone else and I'm heartbroken. I can't wrap my head around it. The thought of meeting someone else makes me sick, but I've been left with the sinking feeling that I should keep my true feelings under wraps. The true me will scare men off and this petrifies me. I never thought I'd be in this position at this age and I'm so lost. Would really appreciate your thoughts on this matter. Was this all my doing? I think I'm gonna cry. I know. I cried when I got that today because that actually breaks my heart because I've been there and I've we've all been there and I don't know this girl actually. And I honestly would have given anything just to give her a big Mm. hug and I've been heartbroken like that. And especially when you're over the age of thirty, there's something happening, there's a disconnect. Totally. When you're in your 20s, you can think, oh, you know, we've got time and all the rest of it. And then you turn 30 and then shit gets real. And I've been there and I've been heartbroken over the age of 30. And it is the most petrifying Mm. 
scary thing because you just feel like it's just never going to happen for you and I feel like that's that's quite a common thing of anyone like well I know when I broke up with my ex I was 20 28 uh-huh my well my ex that I was you're right there with the wine my ex I was extremely heartbroken about um when we start first started working together I th- thought the exact same thing why does one why does this keep happening to me and also will I ever will it ever happen for me oh my god what hurry that I was I've been in the exact same situation of someone telling mm-hmm. me I was coming on too strong and and all this stuff and my friend sent me a quote that basically was like you're never asking the wrong questions you're just asking the wrong person oh a hundred percent and it just because the right guy, you know I haven't like what you just said about your boyfriend, the right guy, it's never the wrong time or it's you're never no, coming the on the right guy strong. is there for it in equal measure, yeah. like yin and yang to what you want. And I find when I was going through that, um, I was frantically looking for reassurance from other people. Mm. I was... Yeah all the time calling my friends and I'm like when is this going to end at the time I was flying and I would meet like you know crew um cabin crew are so friendly with each other they divulge their life stories on flights I mean it's amazing um the the connection you make on board but I remember doing a flight to um the south of France with this gorgeous guy called John um and he was like I can see you're heartbroken I could see the moment that we walked into the briefing room and he was like there's going to be a day that you wake up and he's not the first thing that you think about and I was like John that's never going to happen it's all I can think about I am consumed by him every cell of my body is like traumatized and devastated and then about three months later I woke up and I think I went woke up went to the bathroom, had a coffee and it occurred to me that I I hadn't thought about him Mm. in, you know, two or three minutes. And it was such a revelation. And mum always said to me, you know, ride the wave, keep riding the wave Mm. and like still waters will come. And all that girl wants, and I don't mean this in a patronising way, God love her, because I would love to wrap my arms around her and just instill in her the realization that it will get better is she just wants a time a timeline in three months seven days you're going to feel better but of course we can't give that right and she's 32 you know she's not a 22 year old scurring the bejesus out of this guy talking about marriage she is well within her rights at 32 to talk about um wanting to have um wanting to have kids and wanting to get married one day and the thought of her setting aside her and you know inherent desire to have those things just made me so sad and he is with another girl according to her message and I truly believe that this guy will have done her the biggest favor and something very similar has just happened to a friend of mine at home um and at the start of lockdown it happened and her and I were voice noting back and forth and um, he this guy was a, a good bit younger than my friend who's like 37 the most gorgeous girl I've ever seen in my life like any man would die to have her and he broke up with her and he was like you're you know it's just not for me anymore um and I remember her voice noting me and 
my boyfriend was listening in and the voice notes I mean we just play voice notes in front of each other and he was like I can hear that girl's heart is breaking um and you obviously do your best like give them pep talks and say these things mm. but it's all words at the end of the day the heart needs to recover you know the best way it knows how which is with time yeah, and you know like six months on I'm following this girl on Instagram she is bought her own house she's doing it up she is living I wouldn't say her best life because she's obviously still reeling from this breakup but she's getting there she's taking these steps and she's actually grabbing life by the balls again and it's such a joy to see what I, um, what I find so heartbreaking about so many situations including my own situation is the girl is heartbroken and it's always the guy that's moved on mm-hmm. so quickly like the the um the girl that sent you that message your friend myself and i just don't like i i always baffles me and the, there's not the feeling of finding out that you're the person who you're still completely heartbroken over has is with someone else is probably the worst feeling yeah, in the world crushing. i remember when i found out that my ex was in a relationship with someone else I was at work. Were you there? I don't know if you were there. I think you were probably in a meeting or something. I found out because um, we were messaging and I asked him because he was being a bit shady about this this girl that he'd mentioned. And I was like, I remember you guys. Is, is this a girl? And like two weeks before we had like met up for dinner and I basically was like begging for him to take me back and I would like and he didn't have the fucking balls to basically be like I'm seeing someone else you need to stop messaging me he was just like oh like let me think about it blah, blah, blah. and then he told me and I remember having to go into a meeting straight after I'd found out and I had to like suck up and do this meeting and after that meeting I just ran to the loo and I texted our friend Sarah from work be like can you come and get me and I was just like crying and crying and crying in the loo and then I found a picture of this girl and she was like everything that I'm not like she like she just looked like it just everything not one thing and I was just like is that what and I remember being like is that what he wants because if it was then I'm and I'm even though I was like really upset I was like if that's what he wants then I am not that and it Mm -hmm. usually is that way the girl the new girl is always like the complete opposite and that's to me I think is a good thing and you know it's funny that you mention about the um guys moving on really quickly guys do that's how they're genetically made up um guys will I mean we're generalizing here but you know it's 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 our right to do so in this podcast to speculate but guys will move on really quickly and my experience was it took me three months of folk of heartbreak mm. and riding out the heart week and riding the wave um, getting myself into a really good solid strong headspace and I remember having one of those days when I woke up and I was like the end is in sight for me I'm coming out of this breakup and would you believe the day that I had that I remember going to Gaucho brunch in uh, in Dubai and then going to McGettigan's after and I got a message on my phone and it was a thesis about you know how he'd made the biggest mistake of his life literally begging for me to come back because of course men throw themselves into things and bury their heads Mm -hmm. and don't really face their true emotions whereas women kind of go off into their own little cave and and mend and self-heal um and as we're 
becoming stronger men just realize what the fuck did I do mm. and of course there's many men that never realize and that's fine but that's a that's a women are from Mars and men are from yeah. Venus trait You're right. but um you know listen to this girl um and I have messaged her back on DM as well by the way I'm not like only spouting off this advice like for the sake of the podcast dig deep sister ride the wave mm. surround yourself with things that make you happy surround yourself with people that like make your soul sing surround yourself with um your people and be cognizant of the fact that you are more than enough what you want is literally the other half of a man's dream mm. your man is out there you just have to come together. I also think men are really worried about coming on too strong to begin with because they don't want to be seen as like the weaker party or whatever. But yeah, I'm going to read you the a best quote relationships as well. start with no great no games. So there's no um, there's a quote and it's actually from this guy that I um I actually troll him on Instagram quite a lot. So I think he sometimes posts things and I'm just like, oh, shut up. He's a, okay. a male <laughs> a, a dating guru and I just have a problem with him. But he did post this and I was like this is actually so true and this is this is for this girl that's messaged you there's a man out there searching for everything you're giving a guy who isn't mature enough to appreciate it mm-hmm. and also sure. the toxic guy he won't treat you right he also won't let you go which I think is also extremely true and that, you know this is another thing kind of like what you were saying you th- when you're in that situation, and what I will say to this girl is, you're gonna sit there and you're gonna think of all the things that you can do to try and change his mind. And what you've just gotta think is, I've gotta stop trying to change his mind because you're gonna think you're never gonna get over it, but you will. Like I used to sit there, it took me like a year and a half to really, really fully get over it. And I actually sometimes think that I'm still not 100% over it because rejection, there's something that runs so deep inside you with rejection that it can just completely consume you, but you will feel like you're never gonna get over it, but you will. You feel like you're never gonna be happy again, and you will, or like you're never gonna meet someone, but you will. And I remember our friend, and who was our our boss, still your boss actually, Cat, she said to me um, when I was really upset, something, he'd done something, and I was really upset in the office, and she said, one day, you'll wake up and the clouds will part and you don't know when it's going to happen you don't you can't put a time frame on it you'll never know when it's going to happen but one day you will wake up and those clouds will part and you'll be like wow okay and I remember the day it happened and it was like almost two years after we broke up and I woke up and I was like oh my god she was right Mm -hmm. it was suddenly like that dusty Springfield song I can see clearly now the rain has gone (laughs) It's so true. I feel like I feel like that was um was that written about I feel like that was needed because because um a lot of people are going are going through heartache and it doesn't matter what age you are. Oh, it's the worst. Um I tried the worst. And you know the thing is like pe- people um get married to their childhood sweetheart at, you know in their early 20s and things and perhaps never have to experience these things and thank god they don't but the rest of us are left oh my god just yeah i mean it's just a rite of passage isn't it that i i do believe that in our lives 
you will probably only go through like real heartbreak hopefully only once maybe twice I would say mm -hmm. I've I've only gone through it once and I probably won't go through it again only because I'm I'm so wised up to it now because I went through hell that I don't think it would happen again for me and that you know what there is nothing more satisfying in this world than going through horrendous heartbreak getting over it starting a new life and feeling amazing about yourself and then seeing your exes which is what I did before I left Dubai he came over to say goodbye because I was like I would feel weird leaving without saying goodbye to him and he came over and I opened the door and I looked at him and I felt nothing Brilliant. I literally was like looked at him and I was like I'm not attracted to you in any way I don't feel like I am literally don't feel anything towards you, not even friendship. I just don't feel anything. And I remember him leaving and I was just like, wow, I feel That's nothing. like a stellar moment. It was amazing. And I really hope this will happen for you. And it will, it will happen and it just will. Yeah. Love her for her honesty and love her for speaking her truth, but she has to continue to speak her truth and not she not hide behind it because she feels like it's going to scare men off. It will scare men off, but it will attract the right man totally. abundantly. Abundantly. So, so that's what I have to say. We actually um, didn't get round to Tinder buyers of the week, but what I will do is read out one. Okay. Just because it's relevant, it's not a crude one. It's actually one that I that I sent to you, and I just thought it was really great. And also, the guy is extremely hot. He was so he good was looking. so good looking. And, did you swipe with him? Uh, yeah. Did he swipe back? No. Okay, that's fine. Not your guy. Not my guy. Totally fine. Um, and it's of this theme, which is Oliver Thirty, probably the hottest guy on Tinder, has said super like yourself before super liking others and i was like you know what oliver that is so true oh i love oliver i'm just gonna check super like yourself before you super like isn't that the isn't truth not the truth i'm just checking my tinder to see if we've matched because i don't actually go on it that often because you know i'm dating the policeman Spoiler alert. Oh, fucking whatever, fuck it. Plot twist. <laughs> Mr. Hancock. I mean, listen, Mr. Hancock's anyway. We've... <laughs> um, Fiona's dating a peeler. It was um, either that or a handcuff manufacturer. So it was one of the two. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Fuck, okay. Um, well, also, <laughs> just to round off, I haven't matched with Oliver. So we'll just end it there for this week. L luckily in the uk that you can say he's a police officer and there's no like mad security threats so no, i know um, but if I... we were in northern ireland that would be a very different thing. i know but i didn't want to say what he did <laughs> i mean mr handcuffs i'm pretty sure people know yeah. either that or a stripper um and i think people would be want... somewhat uh, do you want to know something funny so when i was with him last week we were like went to go get a coffee in the morning and he was saying about um this won't make sense to people that don't live in the UK, but we've recently had to do this uh, thing called a census, which is basically a government um, questionnaire thing where you basically have to like uh, do it online for the government. And it's like, how many people live in your household? What's your job? What's the, what's your income? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just to like 
it's just like a tracking thing. Anyway, it's not a tracking thing. I don't know what it is. Anyway, he was saying to me, oh, I haven't done it yet and I'm going to get a fine soon. And I was like, well, you need to do it because the deadline passed ages ago. And he was like, oh, I just find it so annoying. I might just say I'm like, might make shit up and say I'm like a stripper or something. And I was like dying inside being like, well, we've been telling everyone that you're a stripper. Has he listened to the, has he listened to the podcast out of interest? So he hasn't said he, he has, he, I know he doesn't have, um, he doesn't have, an iPhone. He has a Samsung, so the only way he could prob- he could listen to it is Spotify. But he knows it's on there, and he knows that we. I call mm-hmm. him Mr. Handcuffs. So I know mm-hmm. he one hundred percent has not listened to it. I have. I do mention okay. it, but he does. I know he hasn't listened to it. I mentioned to my boyfriend what he listened to it, and he was like, "Absolutely not!" Like literally, the thought of it makes think- me cringe. Um, mom was like, um, "Do you think it would be a good idea if I listened or if I watched your podcast?" Um, <laughs> mom said to my sister. Mom was like. Fiona said, uh, firstly, you don't watch a podcast, mom. And secondly, absolutely not. not. You do not listen to this. I basically blocked my entire family off Instagram when I promote on them, when I, when I do story promotions. So funnily enough, quickly before we go, I had a message from um, an old school teacher telling me that she listened to it and she loved it. Uh, honestly I've been really happily um, pleasantly surprised by people that I thought would be disgusted by our talk and um, very pious reserved people are actually really enjoying it because this is a little safe space well, it's just... and we don't just talk about hurry our souls <laughs> and um, what else did we talk about in the book you know extensively know, yeah. we do touch upon meaningful things because underneath all the sex talk we have emotions well next week and we care about you guys we will... and we just want to Spread the love. Well, next week we will talk about the elasticity of our vaginas going when we get older because it really is a thing and we do need to discuss it. But for I next did week, not know that gravity also affected the vagina. Just put mine it out is there. definitely more it requires a hoist. Like it definitely crinkles. <laughs> Does it double up as a snoot? <laughs> it's got wings in a not always way. <laughs> My flaps could fly us both back to Dubai. <laughs> but we have to go. Have we been talking for longer no, than No, no, we haven't. Minutes? Can I just say really quickly before we go, I once was on a date with this guy, this mm-hmm. French guy, and I don't know, we got really drunk and we were basically talking about all the horrible words in the UK for a vagina, like axe wound, beef curtains, and we were in Dubai and he goes, let's call them shawarma curtains. <laughs> Because you were so cool in Dubai, like only the UA peeps would get it. Only UA peeps would get shawarma curtains. Anyway, you know what some people call the vagina in um, in Northern Ireland, if not the whole of Ireland, a gay. A gay. Yeah, that's Why weird. We've got a lot of before. creepy words for vaginas over here. Um, well, anyway, me and my we'll touch upon are gonna go. <laughs> right. Well, if gay, you later. Gay you later. <laughs> Fucking hell. I have a law degree. Get you later. Giddy up. Right, okay. All listen. Right. Love you loads. Love you. And if you God would like bless you. to send us your dating oh, yes. stories or advice that you need, please do email us at info at lovebitespodcast.com or send us a DM at lovebites podcast yeah, love underscore DMs, by the way underscore. it's giving us sheer joy also we do we do have a tiktok but we just haven't posted yet because i've got the login and i don't know how to do it <laughs> we'll work it i out. was traumatized after my 
escapades with TikTok last year. I think they've got like PTSD. I think they're great. And became heavily reliant. Anyways, love you loads. Love you. God bless you. Bye. Chat to you soon.